We made it. You found a place to sit, and before that, you found a place to park. After you didn't find a place to park, you got everybody up and fed. You got everybody dressed. I mean, you even remembered to cut the tags out of your new Easter clothes. Or maybe you didn't now that you think about it. It doesn't matter because we're finally here. We're here. And I want to invite you, now that we're here, to settle. Settle into your life. Settle into the Spirit of God that is here waiting for you. Settle into the grace that awaits us all this day. Friends, will you pray with me? Awaken us, O God. Awaken us to your spirit that hovers here in the sanctuary, just as she hovered over the waters of creation. Reach across the ages and breathe new life into these ancient words that they would be your word to us here, your word to us now. That they might make order out of the chaos that is our lives and our world and orient us to the ways of Christ. Breathe new life, O God, into the words of my mouth and into the meditations of all of our hearts that all would be acceptable and pleasing to you, O God, for you are our rock and you are our redeemer. Amen. When I was a child, I was in the children's choir. And I remember one time after children's choir, the director coming up to me and saying, Matthew, you really threw yourself into the music today. I mean, you really poured your heart and your soul into it. But next time, if you could sing a little more quietly and a little more on key, it would be a great benefit to the whole room. I said, Thanks? Three letters. Simple. B-U-T. Three letters can change the whole thing. I mean, but can change a compliment into a backhanded one. For example, I grew up in South Carolina, and a backhanded compliment might sound like this this afternoon. You know, your deviled eggs were really good. But next time, if you would add just a little bit more salt, they might be memorable. (laughs) I offer that backhanded compliment to you this morning because it's benign. Those of us who have been on the receiving end of a backhanded compliment before know that they linger, they sting, they stay with you, but can change the whole thing. Uh, but can alter a normal doctor's visit. You know, everything looks good, but I'm just going to order a couple tests. But can change a relationship. I love you. But I can't do this anymore. But can kill a dream. 
You know, I was really hoping to go to this college, but I didn't get in. But can transform your life. I don't know how, but I got to stop using. I got to get clean. But can change the entire trajectory of a story. Right there. But on the first day of the week, at the early dawn, they came to the tomb, taking the spices that they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they did not find the body. I mean, Jesus is dead. They were there. I mean, they saw, they heard him take his final breath. They were there when they laid him in the tomb. They went home, they prepared spices, they knew how this goes. They were living this story as their actual lives. They rested on the Sabbath. Death, finality, loss, mourning. But there's more going on here than meets the eye. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but he is risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified and on the third day rise again? Then they remembered. They remembered his words and returning from the tomb, they told all this to the eleven and to all the rest. Now, it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, the other women with them who told this to the apostles. But... These words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. Can we all be honest with one another for just a second? That is the only appropriate response to resurrection. (laughs) Resurrection always feels like an idle tale. But since we're being honest with one another, we might as well be honest about the literal word in the text. The New Revised Standard Version has sort of made this, uh, the Disney version for us, an idle tale. But in the original Greek, it's right there. It's leros, L-E-I-R-O-S, which is literally translated cow manure. And since we're being honest about it, that's the only appropriate response to resurrection. Bull. (laughs) There is no way. It's the only appropriate response to resurrection. There is just no way that what is going on in my life right now, there is no way that out of this brokenness, that wholeness will be found. There is just no way that in the darkness of my life. There is no way that this is the very place that light is going to break in. Bull. There is just no way 
with all of the stuff that I've been carrying for all of my life, there is no way that my wounds are my glory. Bull! There is just no way. With everything that is going on in the world this hour, there is no way that hope is going to find us in the midst of our despair. Bull! There's no way. There's just no way. To believe that out of death, that is the very place where we will find life? Bull! No way. But forever and always, uh, God has always responded to our but no's and to our many bulls by saying, but yeah. But, yes. But yes. On the first day of the week, at early dawn, in the dark, they went to the tomb expecting to find the body of Jesus. But, the tomb was empty. It's in an empty tomb that they come to find the fullness of God. A God whose answer to us forever and always has been a but Yes, a God who says to the very death of Jesus, but yes, of course I still love you. A God who says to us breaking relationship, but yes, I'm still here, I I haven't gone anywhere. A God who says in an empty tomb, yeah, 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 I'm not there, but yes, I'm everywhere. A God who says, I will never give up on you. But yes, of course, I'll be in the depths of shale when you're there. A God who says to us, but yes, you may feel utterly alone, completely abandoned. But yes, I'm as close to you as your very breath. But yes. In many respects, it's why we've gotten all dressed up this morning. And come to this sanctuary because we too have come to this place expecting to find the body of Christ. But he's not here. He's not in the form that we have come expecting to find him in. Why? Because resurrection is not merely resuscitation. Resurrection in its root form literally means life anew. Resurrection will always look different than we expect it to. Resurrection will never look like that thing that you hope will breathe life again, that it will go back in time and look like that again. Resurrection will not take you back to your earlier days and give you a do-over with your kids. Resurrection is about bringing new life in a new form to you and to us right here, right now. It will never look the same. It's the promise of resurrection. Resurrection, my dear friends, awakens us to the promise and to the mystery that Christ is forever not here because Christ is everywhere. Christ is in all, through all. Christ is the very heartbeat behind all of creation. For here this morning at the empty tomb 
awakened to the fullness of God. We're called to be a resurrection people. A people who see the possibilities of life anew. And to proclaim that new life in all places. And frankly, friends, it can feel like an idle tale proclaiming resurrection this morning. I grew up in South Carolina. I had text messages from friends in the wake of the mass shooting in Columbia yesterday. It can feel like an idle tale proclaiming new life in the midst of suffering. It can feel like an idle tale proclaiming resurrection in the face of everything that is going on in Ukraine. It can feel like an idle tale to proclaim new life with all of the hurt and all of the pain that we carry. But God has called us to join God in the great chorus of being a but yes people. A people who say, but yes, we are a resurrection people. Therefore, we will always proclaim, but yes, light will come out of this darkness. But yes, there is hope to be found in this despair. But yes, the brokenness of this world will find wholeness. But yes, in the face of death, it is the very place that we will come to expect and bear witness to new life. My dear friends, we are a resurrection people called to live a life of resurrection so that all the world may know this good news. For he is not here, but he is risen. Hallelujah. Amen. Will you pray with me? Awaken us, O God. Awaken us to your good news of resurrection so that we might be a people who would live with anticipation for life anew that we too would proclaim the but yes, so that we might know the fullness of your love and your grace and your mercy. So may it be so. Amen.